Alright guys, welcome back to Famous Street Sports episode uh, 3, or episode 17 of season 3. I'm your host Samuel, and today's episode we're going to have the Steelers last versus the Browns. And in my opinion, the best sporting event I watched all weekend was the Formula 1 Las Vegas Grand Prix. Um, let's get right to the episode. Um, let's start with the Steelers versus Browns game. Um, once again, the offense uh, looked terrible. Um, right now, I'm seeing a lot of uh, things on social media about the Steelers should uh, bench Kenny Pickett, um, go draft a new quarterback. Um, obviously, Matt Canada, we can really see he's like the big uh, problem with the offense. Um, in my opinion, the Steelers are really stuck with him this year. I would ride Pickett until uh, you can get a new offensive corner and then get a new offensive coordinator in the offseason. Like, Ken Dorsey's available now because the Bulls fired him because uh, he was like kind of like the scapegoat. Um, yes, yeah, so basically now I'm seeing like people are saying like we'll putting on Twitter polls like who should start QV versus Cincinnati. Um, Pickett, Rudolph, Trubisky. Well, we've already seen what. Trubisky can do. Um, why not just ride Pickett for the rest of the year and then get see if he... I want to see him in a different scheme because it seems like he doesn't trust the scheme he's in. He doesn't trust the offensive line because it seems like Dan Moore gets blown up almost every play. In this, in this Browns game, he looked damn more terrible. Like, the first offensive snap of the game, it was like Miles Garrett right in Kenny Pickett's face. So that really wasn't any help. Um, I think maybe uh, if he get Pickett in a different system next year, maybe he can prove to be the franchise guy. Um, I'm seeing, a, like, a... If I said this to my mom when I went upstairs to do something, uh, I was like, "Mom, if you look at like people like any of these QBs that are in this draft class, upcoming draft class, twenty twenty four class, if you take like Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix Jr." Um, Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels. If you put any of these guys in this Matt Canada system, I don't see them succeeding. I see the way I'm seeing. You'll see the same results. Probably tickets going through right now. You probably see a bunch of three and outs. Um. The only really source of offense on Sunday for the Steelers was 
Sorry about that. Was really Jalen Warren because he ripped off. He was really most of that Steelers offense. Um, he ran for, he only had like 9K for 129, which he really should have had more. Um, uh, so really, in my opinion, I think the Steelers should um, go and have like a meeting in the players the coaches, the owners, all the owner, all the owner, second, get in a room and they just let the players vent about the problems. Because clearly, Matt Canada is clearly at least part of the problem is Pickett clearly needs to play better. Um, I see a lot of people already out on him. I see a lot of YouTube like headline, like, like, thumbnails and say Kenny Pickett's not the guy and all that. Um, he is a second year player and you, usually if you're a franchise you don't give up on a second year player. If I'm correct, the Dolphins drafted Tua in 2020 and it took Tua to whenever Mike McDaniel got there, which that was 21, if I can remember. So it really took Tua to his second year when he got an actual good head coach that calls offensive plays that comes from that Shanahan system. And I keep thinking, what happens if, like, I think instead of the Steelers trying to promote within the organization, Next year in the offseason, maybe go out and try to get somebody from like the West Coast, just a Shanahan tree, even like somebody from Mike McDaniel's tree, or coaching staff, or even like a Byron Leftwich to see if they can get the offensive going next year. Because this year, this team's aspiration was really get to the playoffs, but who knows how far they would have gone. Um, so right now, basically, the Steelers are sitting at 6-4. and four. They have Cincinnati, who has a backup quarterback, with Joe Burrow now being out for the season. They come home and play the Patriots, who are really bad. They're terrible. They have a quarterback problem. Um, and then Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, who are bad, but Kyler's back and he looks really good for that team. And then they meet Cincinnati again, and then Seattle. But Seattle, who knows if they'll have Geno Smith back? I think they will. By that time, and then they finish with Baltimore, and they've already beaten Baltimore. So, to me, the division title—I'm not sure if it's out of reach yet for the Steelers, but I still think they could reach for that title. But they are two and one in the division, so they split with the Browns. 
And if they can beat the Bengals, they sweep the ba- if they can beat sweep the Bengals and beat the Ravens. I don't know. It's something to look out for, but the offense really needs to figure itself out. Really, that's really the main problem. That's the thing fans are getting upset about. Um. Uh, yeah, that's where the fan base is kind of getting upset. It's the offense. Um. The the NFL officiating's also. Um, been bad this year. Um, I went the beginning. I watched the game, and they gave the Browns a touchdown. And if you look at the replay, it wasn't a touchdown because where's the ball over the line? So yeah, but overall, I mean, the defense played real well, especially with two of their. Outside linebackers, they lost for the year. Um, I'm hoping they get Minka soon. Um, when I'm recording this, they signed Miles Jack back to the practice squad and signed Eric Rowe, and they put Elijah Valley on injured reserve. So the secondary is kind of getting beat up. So. If they get Minka back next week, I feel like the defense could play better. Um, I mean, the defense is the only thing that's not the problem. They're all doing, they're doing their job. It's really the offense is the main issue. And you can say it's the coordinator and the quarterback. The quarterback isn't seeing, like, the open receivers. I saw a clip on Twitter by Christopher Carter, who hosts the Lockdown Steelers podcast, where he posted a video that um, Deontay, I think it was Deontay Johnson, he was running a slant route. There's a slant route, and he was the defender just went away from him, went and doubled. Uh, was it George Pickens? And he was wide open, and any pick it just dumps it off to Jalen Warren and there's like three Browns defenders that just collide with each other just kid him. So really you either change the QB, which I don't think they will, and they change the quarterback or change the quarterback and they won't do either. Um what I'm saying is during the off season uh just change the coordinator and see if the quarterback can get better. And then maybe if you want to search for a guy like in the mid to late rounds, if you like him well enough, then draft him. They got Jalen Daniels or uh, Jalen Daniels, Jaden Daniels. I mean, because the Steelers never pick in those top, like, one, two, three, four, five picks ever. The last time I did it was Terry Bradshaw uh, in 1970. Um, so basically, they're going to have to ride this one out until the end of the season. Alright, now the final thing I want to talk about is the probably, in my opinion, was the best sporting event I watched all weekend was the F1 
Las Vegas Grand Prix. Um, I hyped it up uh, on the podcast. Uh, it lived up to the hype. Um, the first four days, I guess, technically, because they had an opening ceremony, a, and then their three practices and qualifying. The opening ceremony to me was great. It was cool to watch. It was at 12.55 in the morning on the East Coast, and it was, uh, what was it? It was 9.55 on the West Coast, I guess. And I liked how they had, like, different genres of artists. So you had, like, Journey from Rock. You had Keith from Country. <laughs> you had... Uh, you had like Jay Balvin from uh, is he hip hop? I guess or Latin music. He's from, and then you had like the Blue Man Group. You had like two different DJs. You had like Steve Aoki and another dude. You get thirty seconds from Mars, who's the Jared Leto group. You have who else? I can't remember. Will I am? And then you had Will I Am, like, here's your drivers for the Vegas Grand Prix, and they all came up. You had, like, the team logos would flash, and the drivers came up. And then you get to the, the four big teams, which right now were McLaren, Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull. So their drivers were clearly last because those are, like, really the well-known drivers, I guess. So you had Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri from McLaren. Then you had Lewis Hamilton and George Russell for Mercedes. And you had Ferrari and Red Bull were last, obviously. So you had Verstappen and Sergio Perez for Red Bull. And you had Leclerc and Sainz for Ferrari. There's a video on Twitter I saw of Sainz wanting to look up again to see the crowd and watch the thing because they had these lights like that were on flags that would like change the LED lights that would change on the flags. So we get to P1 five seconds in a Ferrari car is destroyed because a manhole cover or pot or a manhole cover, water hole cover was not paved over. So P1 and practice one ended up being not resumed. And then practice two was delayed till 2.30 in the morning on the West Coast and 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning on the east coast and then uh so they finally got peaked racked this two yards all the cars went out and uh sideline or report pit report whatever you want to call them was like a child because all the fans had to leave because i don't know what vegas is like 
I guess you can call it curfew for people being out. I guess they went past it because they had to leave and they ended up suing because they want refunds for the tickets that they got for practice one. So I look at my dad and I'm like, Dad, 2.30 in the morning driving a car, an F1 car down the Vegas Strip at 2.31 is pretty badass because they didn't finish till like four in the morning and they had to get up like a couple hours later and run P3 which was fine and then qualifying I think all within the same day so it was like it was like practice 3 was 11.25 east coast and like 8.25 west coast so and the fans got to see P3 and qualifying. So qualifying, um, the two Williams finished in sixth. Uh, Red Bull finished one and two. Or not Red Bull. Why did I say Red Bull? Um, Ferrari finished one and two. And Red Bull finished three. But with the one Red Bull... Like I mentioned earlier, he had a 10-second grid penalty, so we had to move back to, what was it, 11th? He finished in 7th place, if I can remember, in the race. And I'm mad. I'm there if you listen to this. I'm mad that you watched the race highlights. I wanted to watch the full race with you. And then that pushed everybody up one spot. So oh, Red Bull went to second. Verstappen went to second. Uh, Russell moved to third. If I can remember, one of the Alpine drivers moved from fifth to fourth. And then the Williams, Williams moved from six to, one of the Williams moved from six to, or from seven to six, and the other one moved from eight, eight to seven. So Williams had two guys starting in points, and then the race came around. All right, they do like the, pre-race thing so they went around like just looked at and the one guy went around and like the martin brundle went around he was like trying to find celebrities to interview and he was looking at all the cars he was like all right here we go again and then they cut okay the red bull car was getting worked on blah 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 and then he runs into a bunch of them so you had like sean white nando briff uh zalatan Abravnik, I probably just pronounced his name wrong. You had Steve Aoki, Will I Am, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Kylie Minogue, uh, Donny Osmond performed the national anthem. So those were like all the celebrities that like were walking the grid before the race started. The race started. All right, turn one, there was like. 
all right, Red Bull pushed off Ferrari. And then there was, like, one where, like, Alfa Romeo, like, span around and all that. That, and, like, gave a little love tap to Ashton Martin. And then we get to the end of the race and all that stuff. They usually have, like, a cool-down room where, like, the drivers that finish first, second, third, and they have, like, chairs like director style chairs where they sit and talk about the like race while they see the race on like TV. Instead they had a cool down car and they drove them from the finish line where they would like have the P one, P two, P three and they got in it and they drove down past the grandstands to the Bellagio Hotel. And that's where they did the interviews for the Verstappen, Leclerc, and Perez. And Verstappen and Leclerc were like, Yeah, I can't wait to come back to Vegas next year. It was an amazing race. The track was great. And, uh, they, the suits to my the th- the suits that Ferrari and Red Bull wore were cool because you had a Elvis inspired Red Bull suits. You had uh like the red and white ones where like the stars for Red Bull like the were going down the pant leg and stuff. Of which I thought was pretty cool. You had like the paint designs for some of the cars were cool. I like the Williams because they incorporated like the Welcome to Vegas sign, but instead of taking, they took that and they put Williams in the middle and like bright lights, like bright lights, city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. So like the bright lights and on Williams. And then uh, you had Red Bull had a cool design, but the tires they used were pretty cool because you had, they had like poker chips or like some spades. Is it poker chips or spades were like the wheels? And then you had, uh, and then some of the cars had just their basic design paint jobs. Alfa Romeo went for like a black and white, but it looked like the Mercedes, but it wasn't the Mercedes because it kept the Italian flag. Italian or Mexican flag on the back of their their DRS wing. Um, Who else had a cool jet? I mean, the helmets were the best part. I liked... Alexander Albon's helmet. Uh, Lando Norris' helmet was kind of bland to me, even though he put snakes on it. Uh, who else had a cool helmet? I can't remember. And then the race ended, and Bush happens like singing Viva Las Vegas over the radio. And in my opinion, Dad, if you're listening to this, I'm mad that you watched the race. I wanted to watch it on Thanksgiving. 
don't delete from the DVR. And I even tweeted out that this race was better than the um, NFL games I watched on Sunday. It was better than the ones I watched on any of the NFL games I watched on Sunday. Um, because I just thought it was much better. I even tweeted it out. I said, hashtag, or at F1, the hashtag Las Vegas Grand Prix was way better than any NFL game I watched on Sunday. It was just way better. I mean, it was more enjoyable. There was like 82 overtakes. That's only sec. That was like the number two in the 2023 season to Xander Oof. Xander Vroot. Xander Vroot. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. But um, the this, this season for Formula One coming to an end on Sunday because they're in Abu Dhabi. And then they get like a winter break, and then they start testing in January, January or February of next year. Because a lot of the cars, it seems like they're going to get new upgrades to compete with Red Bull. Um, so I'm excited for the F1 season next year. Um, seems like, I mean, to me, the races I'm excited to see next year is Miami, Monaco, uh, who else? Uh, the Red Bull Ring is always an interesting one. Uh, Vegas again. Uh, what else is another one? Uh, I, I said Miami, Vegas... Uh, Monaco, um, Red Bull Ring, which I think is the Austrian Grand Prix. Uh, who, what else? Um, what else is the one that I, I like seeing a lot on t- watching? My Austin. The Circuits of America, the Mexican Grand Prix, because I like how they race through uh, a baseball stadium. Um, what else? Oh, coming to my head. But, um, yeah, that concludes this episode, guys. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. Um, it's at SandsportsPod. Um yeah, um, I don't know if we're going to record a SNS Sports podcast, but if we don't this week, I'll hit you guys with a Santa Speaks, Santa Speaks Sports, and I'll give you guys like my week 12 picks and stuff. Um, I might even talk about the Penguins. Um, MLB free agencies starting to kind of get into gear because uh, some players have been signed. Yeah, so I um, hope you joined this episode. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, like I said, Sam's Pod. 
Uh, you guys can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. All right, guys. Good night.